Hello and welcome to episode nine of Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain. In what is a very special week, we've got a, our first sort of double bumper episode and we're kicking off uh, today with a chat with both Matty Davis and Nathan Salem. So first of all, obviously, Matty, thanks for joining us once again. But Nathan, uh, absolute pleasure to have you here on Behind the Curtain for the first time. Yeah, no problem at all. Thanks for having us. Of course, we've got a, a fun-filled show you know, throughout the day today, a little bit of fun that we're going to try at the end as well. But we're going to go straight into this with you know, a little bit of chat about your time as a, a junior hockey player, of course. Um, you know, your dad you know, was around the British leagues you know, through the late 80s and 90s and about yeah. how you then, obviously, I'm, I'm sure you would know there, watching your dad and then got into junior hockey yourself and sort of your junior career before you sort of made that step up. Yeah, so... Uh... I think I started skating when I was around three or four. Obviously, my dad did play. Um, it's kind of all I knew when I was younger, going to hockey. You know, when I was very young, he used to take us to train. And when I wasn't at school, I was kind of the summer holidays and whatever. Um, so, yeah, I started off in Whitley Bay, um, moved across to Sunderland for a couple of seasons when I was under 12s and then spent the rest of my junior career in, in Whitley Bay. And then through to the Warriors. And of course, sort of through you know, your time you know, with the Whitley Warriors, then you made that step up um, to the Newcastle Vipers pretty early on in your career, didn't they, when they were in the Elite League, sort of late noughties? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I stepped up when I was about 17. I probably, kind of looking back now, I probably wasn't ready at the time to make that step up. I probably should have went to the EPL first and kind of worked me up and way up from there. But... um. You know, I'm pleased to where I've got now. So, sort of 2009, 10, 11, Matty, of course, you were, you know, with, with holding the Elite League at the time. Do you remember sort of Nathan coming through in those early days? Yeah, um, obviously, me and Nathan not, you know, quite close in age. So, um, mainly, I remember just we used to obviously play against Newcastle in Whitley Bay, and it was just that. <laughs> Absolute carnage. Like, I can't even... Looking back now, the fact that there was an elite league team in that rink is is hilarious. So, um, yeah, I remember him from there. But also from from earlier on as well, I think we um, we used to do, like, camps and stuff. And um, up there, I used to go up there quite a lot. I think we had, like, Sean Skinner camps and stuff yeah. like that. Um. Yeah, and obviously, like the odd England stuff or conference. Um, we'll have played maybe conference a couple of times. It, a few. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was every other year. Every other year, one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, we we've played a lot together. Um, you know, I know his mum and dad really well. Spent a lot of time with them. Um, we did. Ink, we did. Did we do Quebec now? No, I was the year after oh, you were done. After one, yeah. G GB twenties and GB twenties. Right. Yeah, yeah. So like I say, we've you know we've known each other a long time, and um, you know we've never never crossed paths sort of on our, on the same team, but almost just like missed each other on yeah. you know several teams, and yeah, I mean like I say when when this was happening, it was you know it was pretty. Clear on getting nerf. Um, yeah, rang him pretty early on and and just yeah had a good chat. Obviously, it was a bit of a sticky situation at the time. Obviously, with 
you know, where he was and, and stuff like that. But we made it happen and, um, you know, I'm glad we did. We obviously, you know, we showed a lot of faith in him trying to, you know, get him here. But um, he's paid, paid that back in, in Spurs. And obviously last year was, you know, his first year in hold. But I think he showed, you know, everyone how good he is. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot more to come. No, I think that I say all the you know Seahawks fans watching this last year will certainly you know agree that you know it was one of the best pickups you know for the Seahawks last year. We see that you know um, certainly on the ice, off the ice too, you know. But um, talking of that move to come to the Seahawks, then Nafe, so for yourself, um, of course, Matty, you know, will have got in touch with you, you know, I'm assuming pretty early on, was it? Uh, Matty's making it sound as if it wasn't quite a straightforward one bringing you here. Sort of, um, how did that move all come about? Uh, so I think I got a phone call from Matty, and I think it was about April, t- March, April time, was it? Yeah, um, yeah. But March, April time. Um, obviously I was playing on Peterborough, and when I left Sheffield, signing Peterborough, I already signed for a year and a half. Um, then obviously I signed with our home, like in the own hole, we we're going to have a team that season or the year afterwards, anyway. And when I I got the phone call from Matty, I thought it was the right thing to do, kind of play closer to the home. You know, and I enjoyed my time in Hull last time with the players that were there. So I thought that was the right choice for me to do. And of course, you know, certainly you know, a fantastic season you know, from you know, what we all saw on the ice last year. In terms of years at the Pirates, though, so obviously two years, um, second season uh, of which I believe was as captain as well. Uh, what is it that you enjoyed about your time in Hull last time that sort of, you know, you had those fond memories of that, you know, other than, you know, the distance? made you think that the Seahawks would have been the right option for last season? Uh, I just think because obviously the guys that are playing on the team now, there was a few guys then that played at the Pirates last time that I got on with pretty well. So it was kind of a quite an easy choice for us to come back because I knew a few players on the team anyway. Um, Yeah. And then, of course, on to the Seahawks sort of last year. Um. With obviously yourself and Sam Towner, of course, pretty early on in the season, you were sort of the, some of the more experienced forwards. But um, this is something we talked a lot about last year. You know, we spoke about it, you know, on repeat almost that there was yeah. an issue the, the issue with the imports. And of course, yourself and Sam were sort of really sort of asked to sort of carry the team in terms of point scoring a lot of the time. Of course, there's some great support from some of the younger lads and a few of the other, you know, more experienced guys there. but you had to really do sort of a lot of the heavy lifting. Um, how did you sort of find that? Because I'm sure that's not the situation that you expected at the start of the year, but obviously more than happy to do um, for, for last season. No, yeah, it was tough. I mean, I think we had three lines to start the season without the imports. And then um, suddenly, you know, four or five weeks in, we just started getting injuries and injuries and injuries. Um you know, we ended up by playing probably five, six weeks with about seven forwards, four D. Um, you know, it was tough. You know, travelling to Bristol on a Saturday night and not getting back till three in the morning, playing two lines and then having to do the same again on a Sunday. Yeah, it was a massive, and a massive task. I'm sure it was, and of course, Matty. That we we spoke about this when Sam was on the show as well, but. Um particularly Sam and Nathan, did really, really step up, didn't they? And there was a lot of difficult games in that early period, you know, September, October, November. And 
you know, f- you know, throughout from that first win in late October, these guys, you know, and before that as well, they were really sort of doing everything they could to sort of keep Seahawks in games, and it, it and you know, everyone and every single fan certainly has some great gratitude for that, don't they? Yeah, um, hundred percent. I think no, no more than me, really. I think, um, you know, it was, you know, we said it over and over. It was a tough situation. Um, you know, it was. I think it was actually tough for me because I I was leaving the lads. Because obviously we had, you know, we had the plans was obviously for me to play as well, and obviously that just didn't happen. Um, but. You know, it was it was one of them where we just dealt with it, and um, you know, me and Nerf had plenty of chats at the time. And Sam, obviously, we spoke about that with Towns, but um, it, they, look, they, they just worked hard for me. They did what they can, um, and what they could, and and at the time, it was, you know, there was times in games where <laughs> I was, you know, just asking them to sort of just do everything for me. Really, I mean, there was. You know, we had two lines at times and barely any D, and it's difficult. It's di- difficult for anyone, and um, you know, I probably felt more sorry for Nerf if I'm being honest, because you know, Nerf and signed with sort of a team in mind that that I'd said, you know, was going to be here, and and obviously that didn't quite work out to be the team at first. Um, obviously we all know why, but you know, it's still difficult to. You know, to try and get someone to, you know, fully buy in when when it's not quite what they're, you know, maybe signed up for. But, you know, Nerf was completely buying in and, you know, I think he could, he, everyone could see how much he was, you know, putting in on the ice. And, you know, there was times where, you know, he literally put the team on his back, um, you know, and did some did some really good stuff for us and, and obviously, you know, showed with his points. Um you know, but I think with Nathan, he actually showed a little bit more to his game than than just, you know, that side of it. And, you know, for me, obviously not being sort of as close, you know, seeing Nathan, you know, week in, week out, it's difficult to actually know sort of where where his game is completely. But, um, you know, speaking to people and just best guess, and obviously I've played against him so many times, <clears throat> I knew what he was good at. Um, but I was probably asking him to sort of, you know, be a lot more responsible this year and sort of play maybe a different role to what he's played in the past. I know he's playing in he was playing centre in Peterborough and then came sort of here and then started playing centre as well. But you know, he had a little bit more responsibility just in general, just obviously with the team and how young we were and um the players that we didn't have in. So. Yeah, he had probably a little bit more responsibility in that sense. But, um, yeah, like I say, you know, he, he just stuck with it and, you know, waited for the team that was always going to come. And, you know, we've had, we had some great games when, when everyone was there. and um, But I actually think overall it, it probably didn't work out to exactly what, you know, I had envisaged in my mind. Um, you know, Nath had a, you know, a really good relationship last time with Temi and that, just didn't quite work out the same anymore. Um, you know, for whatever reason, we're not really sure. But you know, things things happen and change, and that's just the way it goes. But um, you know, we ended up we ended up sort of you know sort of shuffling it around a little bit, and, and Nathan actually became sort of a leader on his line and and leading sort of the British lads. Um, you know, sort of 
at the end of the season to what you know last month or two and um you know he took he took sort of again a lot of responsibility in that way and you know played with you know arguably people that are generally top two line players. Um obviously when we had Finn that really helped. But you know from that it was you know I mean the drop off was you know at times it was it was obviously too big and that's you know why we we ended up where we were where we were and um like I say Nerf Nerf put everything in that I asked him for you know to do and um but like I say I actually think he's got more to to give this year I think with a better team <clears throat> I think Nathan's a better player when he has better players around him he's someone that you know feeds off you know other good players well um you know he's not someone that's generally going to be on his own out there and do do everything you know by himself he's a team player and he likes to make plays and you know he needs to get the puck in good areas um he's a shooter but also can get in good areas to pass as well so yeah <clears throat> obviously this year we've got you know, a really good top six and and Nate's gonna be a big part of that. So yeah, um, you know, I've rambled there a lot, but <laughs> standard me. Um but yeah, so like I say you know, Nath was great last year. Um, you know, I'm really grateful for what he did for me. Uh obviously a good point that Matty mentioned there was of course it was um the team obviously at the start of the year wasn't arguably what was promised. Any sort of I'm sure there wasn't, but any sort of regrets maybe in your mind sort of in those early few months or was it a case of believing in the team, believing in sort of what we were building here and knowing that obviously better things were were coming on the way around? No, yeah, it was just definitely believing in the team. I mean, and that's the team that we had and lucky enough, we had a great group of guys who wanted to play for each other week in, week out, you know, no matter what the score for we're getting beat. I think the first two games we got beat 12-0 away in Swindon and then 11-0 at home against MK, I think, something like that. But, you know, we never gave up. And I think from then, we just kind of build on it and build on it. And we're just kind of waiting for the imports to come in. And then, obviously, we've got a meal. And I think he only lasted about 23 minutes, um, unfortunately. Like but, yeah. Um, and when we got them both in, obviously, it did change a lot. And, obviously, we started competing more because we had that a little bit more depth in the team. No, certainly so. I think it was it was the final weekend before Christmas, the first time we saw both Emil and Andre on the ice together. Which yeah, I think it, it was, yeah. It's crazy considering that even sort of maybe, you know, early January, sort of late January time, there was still, you know, hopes of this late charge for the playoffs, you know, which is, you know, still a, you know, an achievement in itself, you know. Um, don't want to say it was a highly successful year because, you know, we all know it wasn't, but it was a case <laughs> of... There's, there's certainly the building blocks there, and obviously that's what everyone, will, you know, is certainly grateful for this year moving on. Um, one thing I do want to mention is something that me and Matt had discussed quite a few times, both on air, I think, and off the air actually last year. That um, obviously throughout your career, you've spent no no more than maybe say two three years at most teams. I think Telford, Sheffield, those sort of places. Uh, Matty seems to think, obviously, you know, you've bought in here, you you know, you, you seem to be certainly, you know, faithful of, you know, what's being built here. Is this sort of the right sort of environment, the right sort of team that you can sort of settle down in? Because, obviously, you know, um, not, 
Well, John, it's the later years of the career of your career, you know, yeah, age yeah. of thirty-one, without doing one oh, so yeah. rude or anything. But, <laughs> um, of course, is that sort of the, the role that you see you have here? You know, a veteran who can sort of both bring players through, but certainly still also add your quality on the ice as well. No, yeah, I think it is. Um, you know, I think just even last year, I know we didn't have the greatest of years, uh, say on the ice, but the group of guys that we had were a great group of guys. You know, and that's what I'll kind of want to be part of for the future, you know, because I know a lot of them guys are going to be around for years to come as well, you know, and I want to be part of the success that's going to that's going to happen in Hull. And of course, Matty, that, that's the word that we all strive for, isn't it? And so we're not going to go shout from the rooftops, you know, trophies are on the way, but that is that is the aim of every single person involved in this club, isn't it? On the ice and off the ice. We want to be a successful team. You know, we want to have success here at this club. You know, it's what this city has always, you know, always wanted, always expected of his, of its teams. Uh, and Nathan's going to be a huge part of that, isn't he? Yeah, he, you know, he, he, you know, he's like everyone else in there that, you know, I've signed this year is everyone in there in my head is a, is a winner in terms of, you know, they might not have won everything in their career or some people might not have won anything, but um, it's just their mindset and how they are as people. Um, and honestly, like, that's that's what I'm signing for first. That's the, the one quality that I want, you know. And I think, you know, last year, you know, we had, like Nath said, we had a great group of lads. Um, everyone got along really well, but... Um and that is that is great and we're gonna have that again. But unfortunately, um, you know, I want a little bit more of a competitive environment. Um and you know, that don't mean you can't have fun and have a laugh with everyone because that's that's what the best teams always have, that everyone gets along and you know, as as banter and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, um, you know, we need a little bit more of a you know, an environment that's 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 built for for winning um you know and and sometimes that's not the nicest environments to be in but um what the biggest key for me is is that everyone understands what it is um nothing is personal to anyone it's just you know we're there to win and we're there to do a job and um you know that's that's sort of always been you know me and uh, sort of my way that I've always sort of been around you know, clubs and on the ice, you know, you know, probably a lot of people probably think, you know, whatever of me in terms of, you know, he's angry or he's, you know, whatever. Um, but it was always just simply that, you know, I just had to win and it was always about winning. Um, it was always about just everything in terms of little battles, win, you know, every day training, you know, weekends, um, you know, I just couldn't lose anything, but, you know that that's just sort of the mentality that I want to drip into everyone that works at the club. Um, you know, and we have to start, we have to start that now. Um, you know, and all the lads, you know, already know. I've I've spoke to everyone that, you know, this year's you know very important year for the club. Um, you know, again we've we've spoke about this, but you know the first year you get that little passport. Um, you know, I didn't like that in general, but this year. You know, there's there's gonna be none of that. It's it's you know, we're coming in and we're ready to work and um, you know, everyone there, like I say, you know, Nathan's got that, 
you know, in abundance. He's he's someone that you know wants to win, and he's a fighter um, on the ice, you know, and he's someone that. You know, like you say, he's been there. He's done it. He's done it in difficult places. He's done it, you know, in 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 hard leagues where, you know, he's asked to play roles and stuff. So, like I say, it's this year it was about signing good people. Um, you know, the room was great last year, and you know it's going to be another great year in terms of that and and keeping everyone really close and bonding together and fighting for each other when they're playing. But, um. Yeah, it's going to be a real competitive atmosphere this year, and um, you know, we won't accept anything other than um the best on the ice, the best that they can give, and and sort of everyone's going to turn up to work. No, certainly. So of course, that's what you know, all the fans are absolutely craving for that you know the successful sort of you know whole feeling around the club that this is you know a club that's moving forward, um, sort of certainly not backward. Um, what if we do want to obviously. Sort of touch bodies, obviously, near from as one of the veteran sort of voices of the team. Um, sort of the most experienced forward, you'd certainly say. Um, is there anything that you're doing there also to support Matty sort of off the ice? You know, there's a lot of young guys, you know, in this club. You know, um, we've got the plays under 18, such as Owen, you know, Reese Edwards as well, now on the two way. You know, have Alex and Deck there as well, who's still only 18, 19. There's a lot of sort of young forwards who, you know, uh, are certainly going to be appreciative, you know, of you know, having that sort of, you know, really good relationship with someone as experienced as yourself. And you know, you've had a player coach role back in Sheffield before. Uh, is that something that you're sort of doing in a non-official capacity in a way off the ice? Is that something, obviously, Matty, you're grateful for to see those veteran players sort of doing what they can to bring the younger talents through? Uh, I just want to know both your thoughts on that one, really. Yeah, I'll. I'll I mean, look, Neff is... <clears throat> you know, someone that, you know, I, I respect his opinion on stuff and, you know, we do speak about certain parts of it. You know, we had several chats this year just sort of about his game and, and, and you know, how he's getting on and how he feels in the role that he's playing. Um, You know, I now lean on certain people and Neff was one of them, just asking him generally just, you know, how, how it's going, how he feels, how he feels the team are, you know, doing out there and, you know, does he feel like we're going in the right direction, stuff like that. You know, there's a few other guys like that, you know, Deck Barmer, Sam, um, you know, and there'll be more this year. But it look, it's one of them where, you know, I said this a few weeks ago that, you know, in in, in the best teams that I've ever played on, the room almost runs itself. Um, you know, it doesn't need me in there, you know, telling everyone constantly about, you know, doing this and doing that. And, you know, I think you just drown people out when you do that. Um, you know, and I suppose, you know, I've got, you know, I've got to work on that as well. Um, you know, last year was a was a real eye-opening experience and obviously the first time I've ever done it. And um I had a real, you know, sort of quite a difficult group to manage last year, just in terms of how inexperienced we was. Um and we had some difficult times. There was times in the season and they will be able to tell you that it was honestly <laughs> looking around at each other, like, you know, what, what do we do now? Um, yeah. And, and it was just like one of them things where we just, you know, I was lost for words at times and that's not ever really been me. So yeah, look, it's, it's, it's one of them things where I think, like I said before, 
there's enough leaders in that room. Nath definitely one of them that you know they can they can deal with what needs to be said in the room. Um, you know, I don't need to be in there telling everyone that we need to work hard. If I have to do that, then you know we've got you know we're we're already in the wrong mindset and we're already in the wrong place from day one because they should know um my feelings on that and and everyone you know I hope are working hard for me and I hope I don't ever lose the room in that way so you know and I think again you know I'm there to sort of guide everyone in terms of how I want everyone to play um and we had a clear you know way of playing last year and a sort of a philosophy if you want um and everyone knew what that was um and everyone stuck to it no matter what and and I think that's you know, when Nath says it's a good room, I, I think it was a good room because everyone was still, you know, trying to do what I was saying and, and try and play the way I wanted us to play. So, yeah, again, you know, Nath is 100% one of them guys that, you know, I'll be leaning on on a regular basis. And of course... Yeah, I totally know. agree with everything. I'm just going to say on your side of things, is that just... Everything the thing that rings true, of course, you know, just happy to, you know, help when you know wherever needed. So, you know, as Matt says, is one of those sort of veteran voices. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of kind of look back when I was kind of like 16, 17, 18, when I was, you know, young playing for the playing for Newcastle and kind of what them senior players were like with me. They were patient, they were good with us. You know, even when I signed in Telford and I was a little bit older when I had Silverthorne and Weaver there, you know. Still learned a lot of them and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of trying to pass my knowledge down to the younger players now, you know, like and like Owen and Deck Jones and stuff like that. I'm just trying to help and develop them as much as I can. Of course. Uh, and who better to, you know, uh, you know, hear that from than the the forward of the year from last year, of course, from last year's award ceremony, the Seahawks 22, 23 forward of the year. Uh stat line 20 goals, 33 assists, you know, 53 points in the 51 games. Uh, you know, very, very successful season you know, on the ice as well, Nathan. And it's got to be said, you know, some phenomenal, you know, play throughout the year. I, one of my moments of the year on the commentary last year, I, I think it may have been in the Peterborough game just before Christmas. I can't quite remember. Um, back to the goal. I think he did about three laps of the netminder, then just found Lee Pollitt in the slot. Uh, for an absolutely yeah. fantastic goal. But uh, it's got to be said, you know, fantastic year, you know, in terms of the point scoring as well. Is that just something, you know, with even more quality on the, in that top six this year that you look to, you know, push on and, you know, see exactly how far you can go this year? Uh, yeah, hopefully. I mean, I always have targets before um, the season starts, kind of realistic targets that I hope they hit kind of before Christmas. Um, yeah, I mean... I would have liked to have done a bit better last year, obviously, to help the team a bit more because, you know, there was times when I was playing well and there was times when I was playing bad, you know. Uh, throughout the year, there's been a little bit too much inconsistent. I don't think, you know, I started off the season as well as I should have last year, um, obviously, which is kind of down to my own fault. But, you know, like Matt, you said, it's going to be a lot more competitive this year, you know, on the ice, off the ice, you know, when we're doing both training on it. And off the ice, you know, so I'm going to make sure when I come into the season this year, you know, I'm ready to go. And of course, Matt, I'm sure when it came to those awards, um, I'm sure it's a very tough decision, of course, you know, particularly on the forward of the year side of things. Emil had a phenomenal year as well, you know, nearly two points a game. But uh, me and Martin, you know, I think we did some little predictions the week before and I think we both, you know, predicted Nathan for the award. Uh, you know, is it for, you, for yourself as well entirely the right man for, 
for that award, of course, you know, point a game, you know, throughout the season, you know, really sort of standing up where where needs to. Yeah, it was it was honestly an easy one that one. Um, you know, there was no, you know, Emil had a good end to the season, but you know, he unfortunately just came into late, and there was a long time where you know Emil was struggling, um, and if you know it was, you know. I, the biggest thing with Nath, I'm genuinely proud of him, is, you know, he came in to the season and we had it, and it was a tough summer. Um, you know, I won't go into detail with it, but, you know, there was a lot going on sort of behind the scenes with Nath and, and stuff like that. And, um, you know, we managed to get sort of that stuff resolved. But, you know, Nath will admit he wasn't, you know, he wasn't as ready as he would have liked to be in coming in the season. Um and I think a lot of players would have just, you know, just sort of kept kept in that mindset and and said, you know, this is what it is now, and you know, look to next year. But you know, he made he made the changes that he needed to. Um, you know, I've never seen anyone sort of get in such good shape during the season that he did. And um, honestly, it was it was I was proud of him for doing that because that's not easy to do. When you've got to play so many minutes, you know, you've got a young kid at home and, you know, you work every day. It's, it's really difficult. And, um, you know, he, he proved himself, you know, to me. And and that's probably one of the biggest things, you know, for me personally. And I know Joe has the same feeling on it. Um, you know, I really care about stuff like that because, um, you know, obviously that's always been sort of me as well in terms of, you know, you have to be prepared you know, there's no two ways about it. You're there to do a job and, and that's how it is. And, you know, Nathan is that guy as well. And I think he just sort of, you know, he sort of took his eye off the ball maybe a little bit. And, um, you know, I know he won't do that again. He's going to come into this this year flying. Um, and, yeah, I think we're going to see, a, you know, a very good Nathan from game one. Um, and, you know, he can you know, really make us, you know, a top team and, you know, really look at the top of the league for a realistic target for us. I'm just looking through sort of, um, I'm actually looking at the tweet from when Nathan got the 50th point of the season. Uh, and you can just see from, you know, the, the fans' responses, you know, how much, you know, they, they took to Nathan once again last year. You know, they, they could certainly appreciate the effort. Um, people say, need to get Nathan signed up for next year. I think by this point, I think you might have already been in, you know, just hadn't been announced yet. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, best player all year, in my opinion, someone says, you know, great stuff, need the man back for next year. These are exactly you know, what the fans are saying. And then on what turned out you know, to be a huge, you know, game for yourself, hitting that 50-point mark. Of course, Nathan, you said you set yourself targets. Was that roughly sort of the points target you set yourself? Did you sort of want a little bit more? Last year, or you said obviously you didn't yourself. You know, you, you know, at times you maybe thought you could have played a little bit better, but it is that point in the game sort of you know a good realistic target for you know yourself in sort of the top six. Uh, yeah, I do think it's kind of a realistic target. I mean, you know, with the players that Matty's brought in, you know, for this coming season, I think you know potentially I could get, you know, I, I could maybe beat that. Um, obviously, you know, I'm just trying to work my hardest this summer. You know so I can be as fit as I can coming into the season and yeah I have targets but you know you kind of want to beat them targets as well so that's what I'm hoping 
just that you know thing of continually improving within year on year, you know, even as an experienced player. You know, it's yeah. exactly what you know every competitor you know should be saying. Uh, one thing I will just you know pick on it's something that me and Matty of course mentioned. I think it was after the same game, actually the fiftieth point game. Um, it was two points on the night and eight pims, but that's just sort of part of your game, isn't it? Um, you know yeah. that that playing right to the fact you know the fine margin. You know when you're you know constantly on the four track trying to you know to win the puck back in dangerous areas. You know trying to sort of you know get that little bit extra on on the hit to try and you know gain that that advantage in center ice. You're going to pick up a few penalties, but you know Matty wasn't going to have it any other way. He wants you playing at your absolute limit, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I mean, I probably took a little bit, uh, maybe too many penalties last year. I think that's the game where I literally came out the box and I think I skated halfway across the ice yeah. and then I, I turned, I had to go back and I could hear Emil shouting from the bench. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was kind of a little bit of a situation, that one. Um, yeah, but yeah, I quite like to play the game on the edge. You know, some people you know, might say it's been a bit of a wrap, but you know, it's kind of what I enjoy doing as well. Of course, Matty, it was after that game. I think it was the first time on the live stream we'd done sort of a little post-match interview down at the penalty, uh, down at the behind the benches. And of course, it was the first question I put to you, and you were saying you wouldn't have it any other way. It's um that thing of you know you you want again those advantages on the ice, you know, and even as you know, Nate said there maybe a little bit of an advantage up in the mental side of things as well. Uh, it's exactly sort of you know what you want your players doing, isn't it, to sort of try and squeeze every little last bit they can out of the time on the ice. Yeah, hundred percent. I think you know you've got to put up with the other side of it if you want your lads to play sort of on the edge. And um, you know, look, we've we've got a few of them this year. Sign a few more. Um, but I want a team like that. I want a team that's difficult to play against. I don't want anyone, you know, coming into our building thinking that it's going to be an easy night. Um, and no matter what people think about, you know, you can't play like that anymore or you can't, you know, do this and do that anymore. But at the end of the day, I still believe you can play hard. You can still play hard hockey. You don't need to run people over. And um, there's plenty of, you know, of other things you can do. And, um, you know, look, Nath smart. He's been there, done it. He's played for a long time and played on that edge for a long time. And like you say, you know, he's saying, you know, a bit ratty, but, you know, there's, you know, Brad Marchand, there's plenty of other people that are, you know, the best in the world that play on the edge. And um, it's just who they are. You're not going to take it out of them. I'd never ask him to not do that. I've never have. Um, you know, there's times when you want, guys to not take penalties of course and you know he had a couple there uh, this year I mean you know the, the band was not his fault I don't think I think it was you know harsh and um, looking back at it now um, but yeah like I said it is what it is but I wouldn't you know I wouldn't change it I think you know the problem we're going to have this year is we've got like I say a couple more lads to add to it and you know these lads are going to feed off each other Um so honestly, I genuinely feel sorry for some teams coming into our building. Um, it's going to be a tough night for everyone, and um, but again, that's that's why I've signed it. I wanted that. Um, you know, we need to be an intimidating team and a team that's, like I say, we're gonna you know get all over you and and play really hard. But you know, we're gonna you know just just overwhelm teams, and and that's that's the goal for us. And you know. 
other than being a, a bunch of rats and a bunch of lads that are playing hard um, and playing hard every night and, you know, maybe talking, but but also backing it up with, you know, playing hard hockey, hitting and being hard on sticks. Um, you know, we're going to be the fittest team in the league and that's the biggest the biggest thing for me. Um, you know, we will be very fit and I make sure of that. Um, even last year we had we had a fit team. We just ran out of steam. I think we was potentially doing a little bit too much, but um, you know, unfortunately that's just how it felt. But and yeah, look, this year's again we've got four lines. Um, we've got a really deep team, and um, I think it's gonna pay off for us this year. Um, and like I say, we're gonna we're gonna be a fit, hard team. That's the thing, isn't it? You want it to be. Hard but fair, and let's be honest, you want teams to absolutely dread that trip to Hull on the Sunday, knowing that they're going to have the hardest 60 minutes they might have all season. You know, that's sort of the mentality you want, you know, our team to evoke, you know, in the opposition, isn't it? Ed, you know, from game you know, one to however many it is this year, I think 56, they're going to know they're going to be in for a hard night. Um, but... We are just going to sort of move tack slightly, sort of away from sort of my questions. We have had some fan questions in as well, Nathan. Uh, yeah. One of them we've alluded to already, but someone said, do you have any goals for this year and can you allude to them a little bit more as to what they are? So you mentioned already, you know, maybe going a little bit more than a point a game. Uh, is there anything else specific, you know, goals, assist targets, or is it just a case of doing what you can on the ice to sort of benefit the team? Yeah, I just think kind of doing what I can on the ice benefit the team. I mean, you know, my targets are usually always trying to improve on the previous year. They kind of try to beat last year. And then obviously the season afterwards, we'll be trying to beat the year before. You know, that's always my targets to kind of try to improve and get better every season. Next one, I think, Matty, I think you might have already answered this one on a previous show, but I'll throw it to you if not. Favourite rink to play in? Uh, the favourite ring I've probably played in is probably Belfast um, in our league um, trying to think I quite like playing in Milton Keynes or Hull to be fair even when I wasn't playing for Hull and I was obviously playing for Sheffield and Telford I did enjoy playing in Hull as well Matty, I think it was actually the worst rink we've we've asked you before, and I think the answer was categorically Basingstoke. Um, but yeah. your your, <laughs> your favourite, Matty? Um, yeah, I think maybe you know Nerf said one there. I think Belfast is always a good one, um, but always really difficult. So I don't know if we had many good nights in there, but um, you know, I always like, I always like. You know, Brayhead, Glasgow, that was always a nice rink. Um, any of them arena teams really um are always good. But yeah, in this in this rink in this league, sorry, I think, you know, the rinks are all pretty, you know, pretty similar but different as well in terms of, you know, none of them are obviously arena arena um rinks, but you know, they're all sort of you know, planet ice rinks really. Um there's mainly all them, so um, I think you know for this league, I would say Leeds is a pretty perfect rink in terms of the size of it. Um, 
you know, the ice is still pretty good at this stage. You know, it's probably only going to get worse over the years, and that's what generally happens to them. Um, but yeah, Leeds is a good one. But honestly, I always say this, but you know, Hull's Hull's ice is, you know, notoriously probably the best ice in the league. Um, in our league, especially, especially when it's not when it doesn't cut up or it's not too wet, it's pretty pretty good ice. Um, but yeah, Nerf said it. MK is good, but I hate playing in, in MK. It was too big yes. for me. Couldn't get it's around. Too dark it. there as well. Too dark. Too big. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. Would you rather get a a hat trick on the night or an overtime winner? Overtime winner. Yeah, hundred percent. Next yeah, one. Got... So continue. Oh, no, yeah. No, you can carry on. Sorry. So someone's asked if Towner is the points man. What would your nickname be? Oh, Neff. <laughs> the myth. <laughs> uh, we've also got another one. So this one came up from Facebook. Can't remember who it was from, but um, someone who seems to get under the skin of opposition fans quite regularly. Are there any fans in particular you when you enjoy winding up? Uh, none, none really off the top of my head. To be fair, I mean, uh. I can't really think of any of the top of my head, to be honest. I don't really try to, you know, kind of go out my way to wind up fans. It's just probably the kind of way I play. So I probably would say most. <laughs> most fans probably have the same feeling about us, to be fair. So, Of course. What we're going to do now, a little bit of a, a different one for us here on Behind the Curtain. Uh, we're just going to pin Nathan on the screen for this one. Um, we're going to have a little bit of a game. Uh, so... I'm going to throw Nathan 10 uh, Seahawks players or, or staff or people associated with the club. Uh, and I'm going to, Nathan's going to have to describe them in one word and one word only. Okay. So we'll start off with Matty Davis. Matty. Graft. Jordan <laughs> McLaughlin. Pingu. <laughs> Sam Towner. Towner. Chinny. Cheney. Good. Jordan Fisher. Cross trainer. <laughs> Owen Bruton. Owen Bruton, that's tough on that. Um uh, oh. Colin. Yeah. Emil <laughs> Swack. Strange. <laughs> Joe uh, Lamplew. Jay Z. Tom Stubble. Tom Stubbley. I probably oh, can't say the one that I was going to say. Uh, no. no, I can't. <laughs> um, weird. Very, very weird. Deck Barmer. Jeff. That's pretty much brought us to the end of uh, Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain today. Episode 9 with Matty Davis and Nathan Salem. I've got to say, first of all, thank you very much for joining us, Matty. Pleasure as always. Yeah, cheers, pal. Thanks for having me. And I've got to say, thank you very much for the guest appearance from Nathan. Pleasure having you on. Hope that maybe at some point during later in the year, you'll, you'll be able to join us again. Yeah, yeah, of course. That sounds good, yeah. No problem. Well, thanks for having us. I'd say that's been the end of episode nine of Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain. But we do have another episode for you this week, and that'll be released this Saturday afternoon with a very special guest. Make sure you tune into that one. 
uh, on Saturday as well. Make sure that you like, share, subscribe, and follow on wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the YouTube videos too. I've been Connor Lynn, and this has been Behind the Curtain. Uh, enjoy, and thank you very much for tuning in.